Hey guys, welcome to the That's Deep Podcast. Uh, today, I wanted to bring something very important up. Uh, I was ordering a pizza today, and a pizza delivery guy came to my house, and uh, he was talking. We were talking about tips, and he was telling me you don't get paid seven twenty five an hour working on those kinds of jo- kinds of jobs. And I was like, uh, you know, isn't it an obligation that we should pay uh, workers who? Uh, get tipped the same amount as any other job who pays minimum wage, you know. So I, I walked inside and I looked at the Department of Labor's uh, fact sheet number 15 on tipped employees under the Fair Labor Standards Act, or the FLSA. And uh, the characteristics of the FLSA, and I was I was reading that tipped employees are those who customarily and regularly receive more than $30 per month in tips. Tips are the property of the employee. The employer is prohibited from using the employee's tips for any other reason than as a credit against its minimum wage obligation to the employee. That's tip credit. On furtherance of a valid tip pool, only tips actually received by the employee may be counted in determining whether the employee is a tipped employee and in implying the tip credit. Now, that's only that 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 for the employee is given the tips are added up to the equaling of the minimum wage now some employees pay uh, they must at least pay two dollars and thirteen cents per hour now if, if they they have to pay you at least two two dollars and thirteen cents per hour now should there be a requirement for tipping an employee who doesn't make enough? Should there be a requirement for those people who uh, are working to service us in so many different fields, especially the food, uh, the food, uh, uh, the food serving uh, jobs, the, the the jobs that take up tips on, you know, different restaurant jobs, you know, the different jobs they have. And, uh, and uh, we don't give enough to those people who, who, uh, who work for, us in the the most menial of jobs, and I think that it should be an obligation. Say, like in Europe, uh, the Europeans don't have the concept of tipping; they pay their employees per employer. And uh, in the United States, we're only we're the only first world country that's holding on to these antiquated beliefs, um, the antiquated traditions of paying at least the minimum of two dollars and thirteen cents uh, an hour. Some states they pay more. Some some states they pay less. Uh, some states uh, they give the whole seven twenty five plus tips. Some some states take the responsibility seriously. Now I'm not saying that that we should we should uh, overturn the way to think the way that things are. But I'm, what I'm saying is that there are some employees who really need uh, to make a living, and that two dollars and thirteen cents plus their tips. Are not enough. Some employees make up to thirty dollars a month in tips, and and uh, that's not enough. That's not enough for anybody. And on those jobs, it's, uh, they're asking for too much, and they're paying they're paying a lot less uh, for the services that are being rendered uh, to the customers. If you look at the owners of these businesses, uh, say these pizza delivery companies. Uh, DoorDash, you know, all these, all of these companies, they have they have uh, CEOs and presidents and COOs that are making tremendous amounts of money, 
and they're not paying attention to the people who are making it possible for them to make that money. There are people who keep the reputation of a business going by uh, the speed at which they work. Um, these people are being wholly underrepresented uh, by the companies that they that they work for. And there are some people who have these jobs as a main source of income. Uh, we should care more about the people who make these things possible for us, who make it easy for us to have a have a good day or a good experience at a restaurant or a delivery to our homes to be more of a convenience for us and less of an inconvenience for you know us to uh, go to these restaurants and wait and wait and wait when it can be delivered to our doors. So the government uh, says in this DOL.gov, the requirement that an employee must retain all tips does not preclude preclude a valid tip pooling or sharing arrangement among employees who customarily and regularly receive tips, such as waiters, waitresses, bellhops, counter personnel who, who serve customers, bussers, and service bartenders. A valid tip pool may not include employees who do not customarily and regular, regularly receive tips, such as dishwashers, cooks, chefs, and janitors. The requirements are the employer must provide the following information to a tipped employee before the employer may use the FLSA 3M tip credit. The amount of cash wage the employee the employer is paying a tipped employee, which must be at least $2.13 per hour. Two, the additional amount claimed by the employer as a tipped credit which cannot exceed $5.12, the difference between the minimum required cash wage of $2.13 and the current minimum wage of $7.25. Three, that tip credit, that the tip credit claimed by the employer cannot exceed the amount of tips actually received by the tipped employee. That all tips received by the tipped employee are to be retained by the employer except for a valid tip pooling arrangement limited to an employee's limited to employees who customarily and regularly receive tips, and five, that the tip credit will not apply to any tipped employee unless the employee has been informed of these tip credit provisions. The employer may provide oral or written notice to his tipped employees informing them of items one through five above. An employer who fails to provide the required information cannot use the Section 3M tip credit and therefore must pay the tipped employee at least $7.25 per hour in wages and allow the tipped employee to keep all tips received. Employers electing to use the tip credit provision must be able to show that tipped employees receive at least the minimum wage when direct or cash wages and the tip credit amount are combined. If an employee if an employee's tip combined with the employer's direct cash or cash wages of at least $2.13 per hour do not equal the minimum hourly wage of $7.25 per hour, the employer must make up the difference. The retention of tips. A tip is the sole property of the tipped employee, regardless of whether the employer takes a tip credit. The FLSA prohibits any arrangement between the employer and the tipped employee whereby any part of the tip received becomes the property of the employer. For example, even where a tipped employee receives at least $7.25 per hour in wages directly from the employer, the employee may not be required to turn over his or her tips to the employer. I mean, that's only common sense. I mean, the services are given by the employee, not the employer. 
if you found the service to be satisfactory, uh, then you should give as much as you feel necessary uh, to the employee. Those, those those monies, they belong to the employee, not the employer. And I implore everyone who's listening to tip workers, uh, even if they make the, the the minimum wage, even if they make the seven twenty five an hour, uh, you should you should tip the minimum wage, especially the drivers. The 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 money that they charge for delivery fees did not go towards the drivers; it goes towards the company. And so, if you pay the drivers the, the amount that they uh, that they come for from the the delivery uh, the delivery charge. It's not going toward the, towards the driver. It's going towards the company. So if you pay the, the 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 driver a tip, then that's his property. So give the give the driver a tip if if necessary, if possible, um, if possible. If you can give the driver a tip from from your monies, that'll be great. Um, because you have to remember that these people uh, they work for very low low wages, and they can barely meet, make ends meet. Um, when an employer takes uh, their time and in, in fixing the problems of paying employees, this is not this is not something that you write on paper and forget about. This is not some law that they make up and they put it on the floor and they take a long time to vote on it. There are real people being affected every single day. There are real people with real problems. Uh, a lot of people in this country suffer from uh, deep and grinding poverty in which there is no there is no way out for them because uh their educational level is not uh it's not uh where it should be their 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 circumstances are uh, holding them back uh there there are uh limitations in the places where they live there might be easier venues uh there might be easier outlets uh for them to uh, to pursue if there were more opportunities uh, for people who um, had less of an educational background than some people who had who had uh, more opportunity to go out and find a job without worrying about if, if they put a week in hold uh, with that effective bills for the whole month. Like if, if you started over on the job and you had to put a week in the hole, you had to work a whole week and you won't receive a paycheck the following week, that could put a lot of people into uh really, really bad situations. And those things we don't talk about enough. <clears throat> when you, when you look at a person, when you look at a person's situation, when it comes to money in this country, we say we have so many avenues for them to live by, like say, for instance, the EBT thing. Okay. Uh, the government assistance, um, you know, so on and so forth. Those things only provide the person with limited, uh, with limited uh, uh, venues of, of limited sources of income, limited sources of uh, of, uh, of uh, sustenance, and uh, we have to we have to find we have to find a way to help people out a little bit more by being less miserly and giving more to those people who give us service. Now, those people who work in the food industry. They're dealing directly with something that we deal with every day. We eat every day. We have food every day. So something that's so important shouldn't go under under underlooked. It shouldn't be underlooked. It shouldn't be uh, left unnoticed that these people uh, who are providing us with these services are not given uh, all that all that they should be given. Um, 
companies like Papa John's, Pizza Hut, uh, Domino's, uh, you know, uh, they have delivery at Taco Bell. Uh, they have delivery at so many different places. Now, that it's impossible almost to find a place that doesn't deliver and who doesn't have delivery people. Or you go into a restaurant, you have waiters and waitresses who uh, serve you throughout the day. And it shouldn't be a prerequisite that they should have the, the jolly attitudes that they have in order to get a tip. It's like it's like you have a monkey on 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 a string, and you're making them entertain people. And the more they jump up and down, the more money you give. It shouldn't be that way for a working person. It shouldn't be that way for a working human being. Uh, you should give the money regardless because they're rendering a service to you and your loved ones, your family, whoever you might be with at the restaurant, and they're giving something that's that's very important. They're giving you an experience that you're always going to uh, remember. They're giving you service that, you, that you're that you going to enjoy. Now, there are some states who um, who haven't given enough uh, thought, haven't, haven't put, up, put in enough effort uh, towards uh, their employees, um, especially those who work in the field of uh, restaurants, uh, the restaurant workers like waiters and waitresses who work very long hours uh, just to just to uh, have enough at the end of the week to pay like light bills, uh, rent, car notes, uh, back to school supplies for the kids, uh, you know, uh, insurance, uh, those things. And they don't provide those people with medical insurance sometimes. They don't provide them with uh, coverage for certain, you know, uh, uh, medical issues. They, they don't provide these people with the basics that some employee, some employers should be giving to their employees. These are the most menial and low-paying jobs in America today. It's almost an unlivable wage that they receive. $2.13. I mean, what if what if they don't make enough tips? Is it going to equal out to the amount that they should be making? I don't know. But the employers should take more responsibility, especially when they have so much. Um, they should give a lot more back to our communities. And those people that are working in those places, they are a part of our communities. Um, they're, they're good members of society. They have jobs. They work. They're not criminals or, or, or fiends or menaces to society. There are people who have jobs who want to want to make a living, want to provide for their families and themselves as anybody else would. And there are people who have to do those jobs. That somebody has to do those jobs. Somebody ha somebody has to do the job. And so we 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 put the responsibilities on ourselves to to give back to the community, to make our communities better, to make the quality of living for so many who have less better. And I've been saying this over and over and over again for days now that we don't. It's not. It's not a. It's not a given that 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 uh, that uh, we should take. We should take this life in this country for granted. This is a great place to live, and it's not. It's not a. It's not a right. It's 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 a it's a. It it's something that it's it's a gift. It's a gift that we have, and we should not. We should not uh, uh, 
put it to the side and 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 say that uh, it's all right that we have these 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 uh, good things in our country. It's a privilege. That's the word I was looking for. It's a privilege that we have these things in our country. This 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 uh, great experiment that we're living in that we call America. It's a privilege to be here. It's a privilege to be a citizen. It's a privilege to live in a country where we don't have to fear retribution from the government for saying certain things. It's a, it's a privilege to live in a country where we can be free to express ourselves in any way that that we feel uh, feel as good. And I'm proud to be an American, but there are so many things that we as Americans need to fix in our society. I see so many people going to different countries, handing out aid uh, to children, say, in Africa or to Southeast Asia or to the Middle East or to, you know, different uh, different groups that are affected by natural disasters. I don't see anything wrong with it, but what I'm saying is that order starts at your house first. It starts in your house first and then it goes outwards. And and we should start in our house first. We can't clean everybody else's house when we have filth in our own houses. Do you get what I'm saying? We can't take our time in fixing our own houses when we rush to fix someone else's. We have to pay attention to what's going on here. And I believe that the political strife that we're facing in these times and we don't share enough we don't have we don't show enough caring uh, towards those who mean who mean the most in our country we don't show enough empathy towards those people who mean the most because those people who are voting for those politicians to be in Washington for them to have a job those people mean the most we have a voice as well we have a voice that needs to be heard as well we're not people who need to be grinded up and thrown into the grinder of bureaucracy, paperwork, um, you know, just uh, meaningless banter and talk about how we should fix things. When we have more than enough tools uh, to get things fixed already, we have enough, more than enough tools to have it running, up and running. This government is built on order, not chaos. We're built on uh, law and the checks and balances. So we don't have a tyrannical government now. We have we have we have a government of law and rule and rule and law and that is is, is built on order, is built on commitment to do good to its citizens and the citizens pay back by uh, obeying the laws of this country, paying the taxes, doing good things, expanding expanding the ideology of democracy throughout the world. Uh, and helping their fellow Americans. So in order for us to see a better America, we have to help each other. We have to be the change that we want to see in our country. It's not going to change by us wanting it to change. We have to be the change that we want to see in our country. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much hoping that us as Americans, we can wake up help each other out, give each other a helping hand. And I hope you guys contribute to uh, this podcast. That's the podcast uh, with Walter Vaughn. I hope you guys enjoyed the talk today. And um, I'll be trying to give up more, give out, put out more episodes on a weekly basis, mostly on the weekends. I'm busy with work, but um, I hope you guys can tune in more often. Uh, give me your support and share the podcast wherever you can. Uh, give us, Give, give me a thumbs up or a like or, you know, whatever you can give me. Subscribe. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm available on five other 
websites. So you can you can log into those, sign up for some of them, like Breaker or Pocket Cast, for instance. Um, and just 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 uh, support me in any way you can, uh, whether that that will be uh, monetarily or uh, just by listening in. So thank you guys for tuning in and have a great day.